the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 173. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, this morning, this evening, however and whenever you're doing it, we very much appreciate it. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting to my right is the Trail Master of Puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, so today, uh, we are. it is towards the end of April 2023, uh, second quarter of the fiscal quarter of uh, what's going on here. So that kind of puts you in a time frame of when we are recording this. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you find the, we- the water to be very, very warm. Uh, it's honest, open discussion about Disneyland Resort uh, and, the, and, the, and the company. Uh, we don't pull any punches, but um, that's how we are. So if you enjoy that sort of discussion, that sort of witty banter, then you found the right, the right place. Uh, today's show is sponsored by you guys, the listeners, you folks, you, the uh, listeners. You can do that by going on to leaveintodaypodcast.com, clicking on the Patreon link, and joining our family here. It's $1, $3, or $5, a one-time fee or a recurring fee. It helps do uh, helps uh, our, with our um, hosting fees and all that other kind of stuff. And uh, we were just recently talking about going on... Uh, I know I've been talking about this for a year and a half about going onto YouTube, so I'm thinking I'm getting closer to doing that. So there's a few things we have to buy to get that going. So that is going towards that sort of thing. Um, but if you, this is not your first time listening, well, hey, welcome home. Yeah, today we're going to talk about some attractions, uh, the history of them, where they are now, where we think they're going to be in the, few, in the next couple of years. So that should be kind of interesting. Um, couple things since we are very close to mother's day uh i want to talk to you about a couple cool people that we have our listeners of the of the show i want to talk to um i want to talk about uh renee from the clay flamingo uh she does some really cool clay uh earrings disney inspired earrings and a bunch of other themes as well uh so you can follow her at the clay flamingo that's her instagram um, super cool stuff. I think Jess buys some of her stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give her a quick plug out for that. Um, she's part of the Disney family. Also, something I wanted to talk about real quick is uh, Castle Life Creations. Now, she does not need any help from us. She does fine all on her own. Oh, Carrie, yeah. <laughs> Carrie. Uh, so she is a friend of ours, of course. Uh, she has agreed to do a little, like... Um, now, her next drop is May 14th. I think she does it every six weeks. It's a, it's a Sunday, I think, 9, 9 a.m. East or Pacific time. you gotta, you got to check her sites for the... Yeah. Um, but her stuff sells out fast, super fast. She makes crazy uh, sweatshirts, T-shirts, fanny packs, mm-hmm. hats, uh, yeah. all, the, all that kind of stuff, Disney-inspired stuff, and it is top-quality stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. So... We're huge fans. We are huge fans. So, and I'm going to put this online. Um, 
when you go to check out, you can type in the code LTP fans. That's LTP F A N S, and you will get fifteen percent off your order. Yep. Thank you. Thank for you. that, Carrie. Thank again, you for, yeah, for, yeah, much appreciated. Much appreciated, Carrie. So, uh, listeners out there, go ahead and do that. Uh, save yourself fifteen percent. Um, it'll help her. Uh, yeah. So, thank you for that. If you can do that. Um, all right. So, with that, we had an opening question. Uh, it came from our pre-show. That mm-hmm. was uh, actually that was from Renee's husband, mm-hmm. um, and he said, "Have you guys done the Galactic Star Cruiser, and is it worth it?" Well, I, I, I responded to that on, on the live, but um, uh, for all those who was weren't on, which are many, because oh, we have a few people, but yeah, yeah. Um, um, everything I've heard. Hold on, Udi. Someone may not know what the Galactic Star oh, Cruiser is. Right. All of you who do not know what the Galactic Star Cruiser, it is a Star Wars themed hotel over in Florida. Right. Right. So uh, I think anybody who pays attention to Disney at a somewhat above tacit level will probably has probably heard of it, and there have been a lot of questions. So um, I will go. I will say that when first announced, I was like, "How cool!" Like, me being the Star Wars guy, I'm like, that would be cool. That sounds like it would be a good time, and it will be fun. And I thought, well, it's probably going to be pricey, but it will probably be worth it. And then the details started coming out. I'm like, okay, well, maybe a little underwhelming. Um, But, yeah, it may not be bad. And then more and more came out, and basically the reviews – now – like most things, I always recommend, like when you hear reviews of anything, paying attention to who's making the review is important. Okay? So, what I mean by that is, is it an influencer? Is it somebody who got who didn't have to pay for anything when they went there? You know, they're basically trying to be ad prop for, um, for Disney. And most of the positivity was, sadly, from those kind of people. Mm. So what I did is I waited for the real reviews, what I call the real ones, the ones from the people who actually paid the ticket price to experience the hotel and everything it had to offer. And I will say this way, that the reviews were from meh to just bad, which made me sad. Um, So I just have chalked this up to and and no I, i'm never planning at, at this point no plans in and i don't even fathom uh i can't picture an uh scenario other than here somebody gave me it for free that i would be going to that um yeah which is sad for me to say but it's the truth so yeah no i haven't done it not planning on doing it uh i think this is just another indicator of the problems with Disney. So, there you go. Right. I, I mean, yeah, so the Galactic Star Cruiser pricing, it looks like it's a two-day exp- um, experience. I'm, I'm seeing prices just under $5,000. Um, that has dropped because originally it was around 6 I believe. Yeah. Uh, oh, so guests, let me see, about 1200 per night per guest. Um Wow, so it's not cheap. No. I, you know, when we first heard this, I thought, oh, man, this actually might be nice to come out to Anaheim, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it's not here. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, we don't need that. It'd be like, to me, it'd be like a waste of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, so even if you're the most diehard fans, that that I mean, I'm trying to think. So who are the people I know? So Udi would say no. Mm-hmm. Ricky, actually Ricky might be crazy enough to do that. I mean he's got a he's got mm. a he's got a Han Solo and a Boba Fett life size in his house. Yeah, but this is neither of those. This is this is true. Um, I can't think of anyone that would actually just go ahead and do this. No. Um, there's not one particular. It, whatever I'm into, there's nothing that would make me spend that much money for that experience. <laughs> Um, so I mean the end, the end result is I, I don't think I, this is something either of us would do no. um, and uh, I, I'm yeah so they are slashing prices on this that kind of is indicative of where we are and and what they think um, what they think we want as a company as as a company what they think we want <sighs> I'll go back to what I was saying last episode right yep absolutely okay so that was the opening question uh, the answer is no and no and no <laughs> and, and no. no. And scene. All right, so uh, <laughs> let's go to the news. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Okay, okay. So the first news item, and, and, oh uh, man, unless you've been living under a rock. Um, you know, even people who aren't in the Disney Disneyland were were pointing this out and actually messaging me about it as as if I had any inside information. I which I did not. Um, Disneyland. Sta- so a couple weekends ago, um, actually it was last weekend. Disneyland's uh, a Fantasmic, the, the uh, dragon they call Murphy the dragon, uh, engulfed in flames, destroyed, mm-hmm. lost to the Empire. Yep. Uh. Disneyland State's cause of Maleficent Dragon fire is under investigation. The fire effects have been suspended. Um, six Disneyland cast members were treated for smoke inhalation following the Maleficent Dragon fire during Fantasmic last Saturday night. Disneyland stated on Sunday, that's a week ago today, uh, they're investigating the cause of the fire and similar effects at Disney parks globally would be suspended. These include the Maleficent Dragon's fire breath at Magic Kingdom's Festival Fantasy Parade. Disneyland has removed this weekend's phantasmic performance times from their calendar. The nighttime spectacular previously had performances uh, Friday, uh, last Friday at 9 and 10.30 and every day after that. Uh, the, the, the Maleficent Dragon was completely destroyed by the fire, so when Fantasmic does return, the show will, will likely be performed in B mode with the dragon projected on the mist screen. Other pyrotechnics still could be suspended, but has not been confirmed. Um, so I actually have seen this in B mode before. Uh, that's why this is very familiar to me. I mean, clearly the fire hasn't is brand new, but I know that sometimes Dragon didn't work and they had to use that B mode version. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same, but it's still pretty cool. What 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 are your thoughts about all this? Well, I have a couple. Okay. Um, one is I'm even though you know me and shows don't. I I don't I'm not a big show person. Um, right. I was sad to see that. I mean, it is very... That that effect, that whole dragon alive in the fire and the whole thing is amazing. If you witness that, even if you're not a show person, it is a really cool effect. It is a real cool... Probably the, 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 the high point for me of Fantasmic is that. Uh, even when you look at their marketing, whatever, you have Murphy there. You have the dragon. It's all part of it. Yeah. 
so I'm like it, it hurt like that was super painful to watch the watch them burning like and you know at that point there's nothing you can do um it, it caught on fire I'm curious as to why it caught on fire yeah um, so you know that you know, that that just makes me sad um but th- then automatically the way my mind works I switch over to well what now mm-hmm and here are my concerns, and they're already already kind of coming to fruition to an extent. Like any corporate entity, they're going to overreact. Mm. And they're always going, well, for, for the sake of safety, I get that. But why are you going to suspend all fire across the entirety of the company? What? <laughs> okay, okay, you had a problem with one. Yeah. One. And now it's you're gonna suspend it everywhere. Nobody got hurt. Nobody died. Nobody. Nothing. Nothing adversely happened. Smoke inhalation just means that they probably were sitting on the thing, had some oxygen treatment, and that was probably the extent of their damage. Hopefully. Yeah. That's usually what smoke inhalation means. When you've been treated with smoke inhalation, it's you're being treated because you need to have more oxygen because of what happened, right? It's typical. Not. That's all they got treated for, according to that report. So, thank God, nobody got seriously injured. Oh, nobody right, did. Right. Other than property damage, what do you got? Nothing. Um, so, the, it's an overreaction. So, my fear now is they're going to be like, well, we can never bring it back. Uh, and to me, that is a bigger travesty. So there's so many layers to this one news story because the other layer, and I'll go there, is, and I put it up in, in our thread mm-hmm. when we were talking about it, and I'm going to keep on saying until it's corrected, what's going on with our company, with the company that we sit here and talk about, pr- the problems are going to begin to bubble up. Oh, yeah. the, 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 the facade, the shiny facade is getting scratched off because the company, the people who have been running the company, not the day-to-day people, not the people in the trenches, not the, the ones who put their blood, sweat, and tears into running the parks. It's the people above. They are not being good stewards of Walt's legacy. They're not. Mm. We can argue all day long about the specifics of that, but I think overall... We're comparing apples to oranges, whether or not that's bad because of this or that bad. We're talking about bad things. So when you see Murphy going up in flames, I just kind of, my mind automatically went to, like, there is a giant, massive visual signifier of what's going on at the corporate level for Disney right now. Yeah. It's on fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I must say, when I saw that, I, I was like, oh, it's kind of symbolic of what's going on. I mean, it's bad, bad, bad timing, but like, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I'm going to talk about it. And, and, and again, I'm, I try not to be negative. I'm trying to be realistic. We always try to end every episode with, with an up part, an upbeat, because at the end of the day, we still feel good for what we've been just talking about the reality of where we're at and what we need to do to, to keep our our Disney alive mm-hmm. and keep it to a point where we're happy and where yep. we, we want it to be and where it should be, you know, in our opinion. Um, but anyway, so th- that's the thing is like, so I'm afraid that one, they're not going to rebuild it. 
Two, they're going to be like, well, now we can't have any fire effects. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Why? And then three, it's, it's you guys need to pay better attention to your maintenance of your parks. You need to be paying attention to all the things that you guys used to do. Mm-hmm. The show was everything. For Walt, the show was everything. We've all known that the show has been faltering. And we can blame any number of things. We're not in the boardrooms. We're not in the... We don't see the the line-by-line reports about in and out and money spent and get out. I get all of that. But this is a huge visual representation of what's going on with Disney right now. And hopefully... We hear they figured out why it happened, and I'm gonna bet dollars to donuts it was a maintenance issue. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how that kind of stuff works. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I will tell you in my basic stuff when I'm dealing with fire in my job, I'm checking my lines before I start. I have a gas line that I that I turn on. It's just a set oxyacetylene, and my torch, and I always have a way to extinguish any flame that I may catch. Hmm. Basic, basic on a minor level. You know, if it's hot, don't touch it. Basic, basic stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So whenever you're dealing with anything that is can do damage or destroy, you gotta. There's maintenance to it. Like if my if one of my my hoses looks kinked, cut, worn, boom, done, stop. Yeah. Same thing with my fall, my fall protection. You know, if I'm 30, 40, 50 feet in the air. Before I put any fall protection on, I inspect it every time. Even though I know where it's been, I know who's used it, only me, because it's mine. And But I inspect it every time. There's no way around that. So whenever there's an accident, you have to trace that back. And it's usually going to be a maintenance issue. It's usually going to be somebody faltered. Somebody cut a corner somewhere. Now, if it was a corporate thing or was it an individual thing, I don't know. But... Don't overreact. Rebuild Murphy. Yeah. Put a new one up and make it a big deal. Make it. If Disney's smart, they will make it a big deal. They'll rebuild him, get him done again, and then have a huge unveiling of Murph, like Murphy 2.0 or, or the rise of, and, and, you know, the rise of the dragon. Or, okay. you know, do something cool with sure. it. Sure. Would you, um, so, I mean, just to make a point, they have not said they aren't going to do any of this stuff. This is just, yeah. we hope that they don't. I mean, we hope that they do this. Yeah. But let's say you are part of the the financial team there mm-hmm. at Disney, and you're looking mm-hmm. at projects we have for 2023. Mm-hmm. Do you would, would you go, maybe we should hold off on Splash Mountain and get Murphy up and running before that, pull over our, towards that, or should we keep going with... But, you know, they must have money out, allocated for emergencies. They probably don't. Who knows? Well, they no. might. I'm going to go with no. But w- would you at least float that idea to the team? No, because I would say we need to figure out how to pay, how to get them back up and running as soon as possible. Yeah, but what I say, would you divert some of your efforts to get it? Because they're looking at May 30th. I, 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 w- I would I would look at I would look at where we could. Yeah. yeah. And if it came from from diverting from from the retheme, yeah. Yeah. I would do it for the treehouse. I'd say, hey, let's put that on hold oh, yeah. for now. Yeah. Let's get everyone. You know, I, I mean, I have no idea how, what, what a price tag would be for a huge animatronic of that nature. I, I heard don't 10, know. $10 million, but we're, I, I can't believe it would be $10 million. Mm-hmm. For what? Dude, you'd be surprised. The okay. new, the, the, hy- the hydraulics yeah. that, to operate something of that, that size is significant. Okay. I mean, I, I, 
I will operate a heavy a piece of heavy machinery, mm-hmm. you know, basically an oversized forklift with, I mean, huge off-road tires and stuff like that. The hydraulics that go into that, 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 that unit alone, I forgot what I look at the price tag, was half a mil? Oh, geez, yeah. For it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like $500,000 for for one of them. It's right wow. in that ballpark, depending on what year and what, what features, like anything. So, yeah, I mean, oh, okay. it's a complicated thing, and the, all that is custom. All sure. that is custom work. Yeah. Um, you know, so appreciating the work that and I think that's another thing too it's appreciating the work that you know the original builders yeah, made of that the craft for sure and so I think it, it, it I think it's part of the legacy of Walt Disney to rebuild it really sure yeah well we should see how that goes on the very positive side well I'm glad nobody was hurt mm-hmm. that's the main thing I mean really that's it yeah like and I said it's property damage no no human secondary I'm glad nothing really got no oh, trees yeah. or anything yeah. on Thomas Horace Thomas Horace Island were, were messed up so, that's good. I'm, I'm glad none of that uh, happened. Um, but as we speak right now, walls are still up around Tom Sawyer's Island. Um, however, the David Crockett Explorer canoes uh, are able to go around the island. So, all, all of everything else, I'm sure Mark Twain and the sailing ship Columbia are still going around doing, doing their thing. Um, so, that's a really good thing. Okay. Next news item coming up next week is going to be May the 4th, and that brings uh, a lot of festivities at the parks, which yep. is great. Um, I'm glad they're doing this, and this is going to be a Star Wars night, 2020, uh-huh. 2023. It's going to happen um, May 2nd, May 4th, May 8th, and May 11th. And um, What? Re- I'm sorry. I'm reading, I'm oh, read, I'm oh. reading your la- um, whole... So, so I guess Udi, I'm not sure if that's a happy or a excited or confused reaction, but we're going to no. get to that. So they just listed a bunch of meet and greets um, at the park for these events. So we're going to go over them real quick. Also, the meet and greets and um, photo ops. So let's go through what they are. So on Main Street USA, we've got Ezra and Sabine, Captain Rex, and the Seventh Sister. Mm-hmm. Does that move the needle for you, Udi? Uh, yeah. I th- I, I all of them. All, all three of them like, wait, wait, what? Are you looking at your uh, phone to see if you can get, can get down there for that? No, I kind of want to. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually glad we have those those four characters there. Uh, Adventureland's going to have Sam Sam Wessel. I don't know. Zam okay, Wessel. Okay, Zam. Okay. I don't know who that is. So um, that that was more of why I was like, wait, what? Okay. So Zam Wessel, and I'm bringing it up for you. Um, no, not you. Where'd you go? 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 <laughs> Okay. Do I know this character? Here, I'm going to show you Zam Wessel, and you're going to be like, what? Okay, let me see. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. Okay, so hold on. Let, let, me, let me bring it up. He looks like a, um, what is he, alien creature? Is he good or bad? Okay, so um, Zam Wessel was in, um, was Attack of the Clones? What? He, he was a shapeshifter in Attack of the Clones. That's what's like, oh, wait, what? That's who that is? Yeah. That's what's like, okay. That That's like reaching back. That's what's like, okay. I don't know a lot of people are going to know Zam Wessel. That's what's like, what? Okay. okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so in Fantasyland, they've got Queen Amidala. Which is very cool. Yes. Uh, this droid, though, is it who I think it is? is Fr- that- oh, Frontierland has C110P. I have no idea who that is. And BB-8. Of course, you know who BB-8 is. 
So Z110P, I, I hate that they have him on there as that because I don't even know him as, as Z110P. It's Chopper. Oh, that's Chopper? It's Chopper. Oh. They should have put Chopper. Oh, okay. Well, then, the, yeah, Chopper's one of my favorite droids ever. Yeah, Chopper. That's why I'm like, C110P, is that? That's what I was like, wait, that's Chopper's numbers, right? Okay. Uh, Critter Country has some Ewoks and R5, I love that. R5D4. Yeah, R5 Jawa. and the Jawas, dude, and Ewoks at Critter Country. Yes. Heck yeah, dude. Great. Legit. Yes. See, I'm bringing. I'm, I'm as we're going. I'm bringing up these pictures because I know who they are. I know Mark doesn't, so I'm. I'm I don't. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm, ask. Can I ask a, a, a Star Wars question while we're at it? For it? Mandalorian season, uh, the last season. I think it was episode seven when that R five droid was trying to open up um, those those shields, mm -hmm. the red one, mm -hmm. and then those um, those little mouse droids. Yeah, the mouse droids. Is that R five? Mm -hmm. And you know where I'm going with this. Is it the same one we see in episode four mm -hmm. that, that blows yep. up on purpose? Yep. yep. Um, okay. That's it what is. I thought. Yeah. yeah, it is. And and if you look closely. It's intentional that he blows up. You're right. And well, that's a, that's a theory. And then, okay. um, and then if you look at the back where, it, where his motivator <laughs> came out, you can see like the oil streak still. Okay. Like from when it burned up. Yep. Okay. Well, that's a little bit deep. Okay. So, so in galaxy's edge, uh, star Wars galaxy's edge, I would imagine would be the, the prime spot for this event. You've got Chewbacca. Kylo Ren, which are normal, normal, normal. Ray, V V Marati, which the, is that girl with the blue hair. Correct, normal. C three PO. That's cool. That is cool. And Mandalorian and Grogu. Normal. Uh, Tomorrowland has Vader and Maul. Good. All both, both cool. Yes. R two D two. Cool. Should be with C three PO. He should be, but what do I know? And then Emperor Palpatine and his Royal Guard. Very cool. Yes. Very I cool. saw that last year, and I go, this is what they need. Man, how awesome. Okay, so in addition to that, we're not going to go over the, that right now, but uh, the, all the other food and everything like that, but they have other photo ops that are going to be available throughout the park. So in Frontierland, they're going to have a Mythosaur skull. Cool. That is very – and that's a, that's a great spot for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tomorrowland's going to have Boba Threats. Boba Fett. Boba Fett's throne. Cool. Bo-Katan, Kreese's throne. Also very cool. I th How many people are going to do their, their leg over the edge like, like? oh my gosh. Yeah, right? Yeah. Emperor Palpatine's throne. Cool. Yes. And Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> um, oh, I assume, so that's a photo op with him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fantasyland's going to have Dude, K K2SO. How yes. great is that? And Rebel Base. I don't know what that is. but that's, And then Critical Crunch is going to have speeder bikes. And that's, that's actually... Cool. A great spot for oh, that. Fitting. They're getting better and better at this. It's cheap. I wonder if it's sold out. Probably. Probably. While well, he looks at that, um, I'm excited that they're doing that. Okay. Next news item is uh, oh, Udi's looking at it right now. I'm sure it is sold out, right? Yeah. Sold out. All all mm -hmm. four dates. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all four dates are sold out. I'm not surprised, and I'm glad that this is. Um, Again, I'm glad this is going on for them. So that's the so for next year, anyone who wants to go, take your um, just do it the first day you you uh, you can because these I think out of any of the events sell out. Uh, that's great. Okay, next news item: Peter Pan's flight, Mr. Toad's Alice in Wonderland, and Ariel's Undersea Adventure at Disneyland Resort all closing for refurbishment in June. All three Fantasyland attractions. Uh, and the California ride are scheduled to be closed 
beginning June 5th. Hmm. The Disneyland Resort calendar doesn't extend beyond this date, so reopening date isn't available yet. Uh, it should be noted that Peter Pan's Flight, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and Alice in Wonderland are all in the, together. the yeah. same building. Yep. So that's so there must be some internal stuff they got to do and take care of. That's good. Yeah, that's good. N- nothing shocking there. Um, and of course, the Little Mermaid's over at DCA. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's keep that in mind if that's something that's uh, you're going to be there at the parks during that. And then this other thing, I'm not so fond of all this. Now Disneyland's promoting this halfway to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, they held a ha- halfway to Halloween event at Walt Disney World to highlight Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, uh, which I will be going to this year, by the way. Cool. In, in Florida, finally, been waiting for three years. Um, but they uh, they also did confirm the return of Oogie Boogie Bash to DC. That's nothing that that's we all know that's going to happen. Yep. But they have like special like food for halfway to Halloween. When, what is all this about? I mean, money. Yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're trying to market. They're trying to find new avenues of revenue. Yeah. And uh, re- really, when I when I popped up, I'm like, what the? I began to look through it, and I'm like, you know, it's actually not bad. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, I don't know if it's going to catch on, but um, a lot of it was kind of cool. What, that, that, that they're doing halfway to Halloween? Okay, so you like some of the merch, some of the food. I'm like, oh, it was. It's not a big thing. I don't think it's going to be one of those things that's ginormous. Like, oh, we're halfway to Halloween. Yeah, but I think it will have a lot of people interested. Oh, for sure. I don't know how long it's going to stick around, though. To be real, I mean, Halloween or this halfway. The halfway, the Halloween part thing. Oh yeah. I I mean, what I'm saying is, are we going to see it next year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that. When those da- when, when that starts happening, like Halloween, that's when I think the parks start coming alive mm-hmm. and people get. Because here in California, um, you know, it just it, it just gets our summers get so hot, mm-hmm. and um, it's just like okay, we need a break. We need like a reprieve from all this stuff. And then Halloween comes, or at least the idea of Halloween, mm-hmm. and people lose their mind over those um, Starbucks drinks, whatever those are called. Uh, pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know exactly my reaction. Um, but they go and it gets people excited because the park changes and then you, okay, there's a little bit of excitement in the air. Um, so that's what I mean. I mean, Halloween is it was never like this when we were kids no. or even teenagers Mm-mm. or like young adults doing this. But anyways, that's what's happening. That is actually the news right now. Uh I know off the top of my head, there's a lot of construction going on in downtown Disney right now. Um, I know that Catal is closed, Uber Bar is closed. That's going to be rethemed for that uh, new me- higher-end Mexican restaurant. Um, I heard that Tortilla Joe's is closing this summer, if not sooner. Um, probably not to be reopened. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of changes going on. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of construction over there, too, so curious to see what all is going on. Yep. All right. So let's go over to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Okay, so what I thought uh, we could do is um, the randomizer comes up with attractions that we want to keep, modify, or remove. and And it will continue to do that. I have no control over the randomizer. No. But um, we were going to request it to see if we could do, like, um, come up with a traction that could do, like, uh, 
do the history of it real quick, where we are with it now, and how we see it fitting into the park in five to ten years. Now, we could do like a 10,000-foot view of this, or if you want, I could take some time for a future episode and do like a really deep dive into like an attraction. But So what do you want to do? Um, why don't we go ahead and just see what the randomizer decides to throw at us this time. Okay. So we've got the top three rides are the Incredicoaster, Pixar Pal Around, which is the which is the Mickey's, you know, fun wheel, whatever, and the Jungle Cruise. Huh. Okay, so I can so in this case, I mean I could do a whole show on the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, we could. <laughs> but for the time being, let's just do a little bit of history of the Incredicoaster and where that is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then where, where do we see that fitting into DCA in the next five to 10 right. years? Right. And, and we could do that and we could do, well, you know what? The Incredicoaster and Picture Up Power, they're right next to each other. Yep. So we can do both of those. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's, let's just start with the Incredicoaster here. Um, and I don't have this off the top of my head. I did I had to do a little research here. Um, so this guy has actually, it's, it has its, its roots down in um, starting in like, 1998 of October of 1998, Disney did announce that a new theme park would be built next to Daisyland, um, themed after the history and culture of California, and it would include a steel roller coaster um, that would actually feature a new type of propulsion, linear induction motor, which is LIM for people that know that. That's when it does that countdown that that big magnet just shoots the the the, the train up and over the hill. Uh, it has a maximum speed of 55 miles an hour and a vertical loop, right? So it has the signature Mickey Mouse head in there. Um, so this thing actually debuted in 2001 in February uh, when it was originally called the California Screaming. Yep. So this one, in the terms of Disneyland Resort, relatively new. Yeah. In 2001, I would say, is, rel- is relatively mm-hmm. new. Um, so... It, it, it is built by a company called Werner Stengel. Um, they're actually de- designed by them and Intamin, and it is the eighth longest coaster in the world and third longest steel coaster in the United States. Uh, so I did not know that. So uh, that's a little bit of the history of that particular ride. And of course, uh, you know, being from so 2001, so from 1955 to 2001, Disney land disney property had nothing that went upside down at all so that was actually i think they reserved that for magic mountain and knott's berry farm yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite the shock but good no it was shock in a very exciting way yeah so that so it starts in 2001 uh, then it, it, it changed to the Incredicoaster mm-hmm. uh when they had the whole retheming of pixar pier right and we were doing our show when all that happened mm-hmm. um and of course, I've been on both 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 versions of that attraction. Of course, Rudy has two. Yep. Um, the, now, the whole retheming of I mean, you, we can say the same thing with Nikki's Fun Wheel because I mean they are the same exact the same exact situation. They opened up at the same day in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got rethemed. It was Nikki's Fun Wheel now it's Pixar Pal Around? Um, I what do you think of the retheming of of all that? Um, well, okay. The the cal when it when it you know when it opened up as California Screaming I remember um, and I have told many 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 people like that one of the funnest roller coasters you can be on sure 
the and we all know now i mean if you've been on it you know how it, it and it's always it, it begins with a kick in the pants and doesn't stop the entire way through yeah and that and that to me that's what makes it kind of unique to a lot of the other roller coasters in the area i mean the only other ride or attraction that I could think of that was even remotely was Knott's Berry Farm's Old Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah. For anybody who's been on it, it was a simple one loop up to the end, then you come backwards, go through the loop again, and then you go up, and then you're done. Yep. Super quick, but the reason why the similarities were there, which I always liked Montezuma's Revenge, because of how it began. It's literally, you get shotgunned out of, out of, the, out of the, uh, the starting area, yeah. you know? Yeah, So... First time on California Screaming, you know, and after watching, I'm like, oh, like it, it reminded me of all that. So for me, I love, I love just the ride vehicle, the whole, the, the, the attraction itself. Yeah. Doesn't matter what skin you have on it. It could be nothing and just painted white. And I would still be like, let's go. So sure. that being said, um, when they rethemed it, I kind of was like, okay. As long as they don't change, and which they're not going to do, it's, it's too big of a thing, right. you know, to try to nerf it or do anything like that to slow it down or anything like they And they didn't. They, they left it alone, as far as I can tell. Um, so when they rethemed it, I didn't really find it to be anything earth-shattering. Earth or No. The only, the only no. comment we made, and, and I will continue because it's the truth, yeah. is you can't write it at the same... In the same way during the day as at night. Yeah. They all they did is made that that attraction that was already fun, day or night, a little bit more fun at night just because it's dark. Yeah. Um, and then they made it where it's absolutely the only time you want to ride it is at night. Sure. Because you miss a quarter of the effects. Yeah. If not half, like or a third of them. Mm-hmm. It's a significant amount. But that being said, it's a still a good ride. Like like I said, it could be no theming whatsoever. And be and be and it could be literally called white roller coaster or roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And I'd be like, Well, we're gonna ride the roller coaster. Which one? The roller coaster, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean the theming is great as far as like I said, for, for when they did it in Credit Coaster, all the theme in the area is great. The way they've done the, the whole story and everything is great. Yeah. Um I actually do like it, but again, it only really pays off at night. It does. Yeah. So uh, we, we've done it before. The randomizers popped up, and often, you know, this one has popped up in there, and I've offered a few ideas of how to modify it to make it better. So, but, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's a great attraction. And, and um, do you want me to go into what I, where I see in the future? Yeah, but hold on. Yes, okay. a second. But uh, it should be known that um, I've, I've brought up this story before many times where uh, that night that Udi and I, we had the fast passes for um, – Space Mountain, and it got shut down, mm-hmm. and they let us pick another attraction, and that was that was the end result of was the Incredicoaster because they said, oh, you can go to Incredicoaster, but they were going to close at ten or something, right, that night, and it was like nine. Uh, I don't remember nine thirty nine nine. Yeah, nine th- I, I know that Maybe we had around the, nine something. It was I uh, it was closer to nine thirty, mm-hmm. and I go, well, we got it was jammed because they had a parade going on or something, and that's the whole night that. Um, his convoluted stories is that we were ushered. It was jammed because we were ushered backstage by the, the Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. and I got yelled at from a CM. And Udi thought it was funny, and rightfully so. Yep. I was trying to take pictures, and then 
he was he's, and, and, he's, and I he told me to put my camera away, which is fine. But then we got we got over there. Back in the day of our annual passes, we scan into DCA and jam all the way back to Incredicoaster. Mm-hmm. And we did it at yeah. night. And mm-hmm. it was fun. It was so fun to oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And then for everybody, like, we went from one end. I mean, you, you think about it. We were in Tomorrowland. We're, yeah, we were in Tomorrowland. We were right in front we of Space Mountain. Yeah. All the way through into the back of DCA. Yep. 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 Like I said, we had to go through the parade, the oh, yeah. single flow, and then escorted. I remember, I remember thinking, oh, man, look at the time. And we knew everything was going on. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, dude. <laughs> no, that's right. And, in fact, we were just, well, I don't think we were running, but we were briskly walking going. We we were like, okay, maybe. We got we to gotta try. We got to yeah. try. We got to try. And sure enough, everything everything worked out. Uh-huh. And then we came back into Disneyland, I think, and stayed till midnight or something. Um, I don't remember anything much after that. Um, no, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's my little story about Incredicoaster, and I, I like the fact that they have those num num cookies at the end yep. because you you see it all around. They go, ah, clever marketing. Yep. Okay, so what do you think this is going to be in five or ten years? Well, you know, I think um, I hope I hope it actually sticks around uh, with the current iteration. It's not bad. Like I said, it's actually pretty fun. Okay. I hope what they do is they'll find a way to improve it for daytime riding. I don't know how you would really. Right. But I don't know. Maybe do a B story, something. I don't know. Uh, but to be real, I doubt they ever will because I mean it, it is where it is, and I don't know if they're gonna want to put any money into that. Yeah. Um, you know, and w- with the retheme of San Francisco and everything, I think they're leaning harder into that, which is fine. It's actually pretty good. I mean, if they're leaning into Pixar and doing you know Pixar Pier and all that, then lean into it, and then and then keep it keep it relevant so that would be the only thing is like at what point in time maybe in five years the incredibles will be so far removed that maybe it'll be time for for a retheme depending on what comes out from here to there um i I definitely maybe not in five but in ten yeah i think in ten years the uh, retheme will be in store i don't disagree with you i I think ten years the it might be a little bit different um yeah, because Incredibles might, might might not be relevant at that point. Exactly. Uh, Pixar will be. Yeah. So whatever else they have, I mean, gosh, that that could have been a whole other. I mean, I'm trying to think of what other attraction, right? What other theme could have had? It could have been attached to Big Hero. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't the, the end fight in San Francisco? How they're with the little nanites and everything going around? Oh. You could definitely be battling with nanites and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, with with uh, Beta, with Betamax, and and and. Um, you could do that. I mean, you could, you could do, you could retheme it to um, Wally. Even I mean, sure. Wally because Wally is a classic at this point. Yeah. Wally is never going to go away. No, it's never. Incredibles, I don't think will either. But they don't hold the same gravitas. I don't think as like Wally does. Probably not. Um, so it will, it will, it will depend on the relevance of the IP attached, and then also the the ride. Um, the riders going. At sooner or later, if the attraction loses its relevance, it, the the numbers of the riders will drop. Mm. And then th- at that point, they may go look. Okay, we need to get people back on this thing. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then what are we gonna do? Sure. So definitely, next five years, I don't see anything changing. Maybe in ten, they may be the discussion will be. Maybe everything might be. Yeah. In order, but again, depending on what. What is going on in the park in 10 years? 
Yep. Yep. I totally agree with right. that. And now let's go this real quick to the to the Pixar Pal Around, which again the same opening date and same retheming because it's all part of the Pixar Pier. Um, I don't see that thing changing in ten years. I mean, I think what they have is a really good. It it, it encompasses. It, it, I think. It hits the majority of Pixar characters. Each bucket or car has its own theme, which is great. Um, it's definitely iconic now that you oh, see yeah. it. And that may be, I mean, uh, so I don't go in the teacups because I, I get sick. Same thing with Star Tours. But that Pixar pal around on those swinging chairs. And I mean, I'm with Jess on that. She, I, I, that thing freaks me out. <laughs> uh, my daughters love it. While Ariel... Is scared to death, but Annika will coax her to go on it, and that's always a fun time because she loses her ish doing it. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but it's funny because she screams, and uh, I, I'm like, okay, guys, do not rock the car, do not do anything. I'm going to hold on to the center part. You and me are never going to ride it together. Oh, uh, we no, no, we will. I mean, I'll calm down. Oh no, because I'll be the jerk and be like standing <laughs> up and trying to make it rock. <laughs> okay. I told you about the last time I rode it, didn't I? No. No, you. Oh, when, with your with your with your cousin. No, nephews? no. Oh, uh, no, no. I didn't ride it with him. I don't think I did. I don't. No. Listen, with you went with her. He had been there with Chris. No, no. I haven't been in the park with Chris. No. Oh. Um, I was in the car with Joe, Joey. Uh huh. Um. Oh, Ryan or something. Uh no. Um, Alex. Oh, uh, the big the uh, big smooth. Big smooth. Uh huh. And um, Corey. Okay. And so, you know, Big Smooth, he's a, he's a big cat. Uh-huh. You know, he's just a big man. Uh, Joey, not a small guy either. Right. Not huge, but not small. Were they on the same side? Uh, yeah. And I think I was next to Corey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we were rocking that bad boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was loving every second. I'm like, yeah. Oh and man, what, that was do, fun. Do they freak out on it, or do they like no. it? Okay. No. Okay. Like, no. You know, you were. I would not have done that. But I'm like, oh I'm no, that's go. what I'm saying. You and me will never write because I will be that jerk, that a hole. I will be like, oh dude, and then I'm like, let's rock this bad boy. And nah. Like grabbing onto the rails, like no, stop. And I'm like, what? Oh yeah. As a side note, you you've been to like county fairs and state mm -hmm. fairs. Do, do you got going on the zipper? Uh, I have, dude. I haven't been in so long. Okay. I probably would though. Okay. Well, but. Here's my thing. I usually don't ride county fair rides because they're mobile. Sure. And no, like the, no. the safety director things are horrible. Yeah, true, true. You know, they're going to pay somebody a minimum wage to do that. I'm like, nah, bro. No. Okay. Yeah. It's the same concept for me. It's like, I remember going there as a kid and just, I'm my white knuckling it. I do not move this car at all. Uh -huh. um, but I, I'm getting a little bit better because once I'm up there and I get like the, like the breeze and I can see stuff, I go, okay, now. It's fine, but yeah, the, oh, come on. The view's amazing. Oh, for sure. Oh my god, it's great up there. Yeah, okay. And I, I'm not talking about the stationary cars, I'm talking about the ones that are on well, rails. I know, I know. Okay, the, yeah, those are ones that freak me out. The stationary ones I can do whenever. Um, but I still see this attraction being here in 10 years and oh, yeah. with, this, with the uh, same thing. Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see them retheming that one at all. As no. long as the Pixar theme stays in the pier, yeah, it ain't gonna go away. And okay. it's fine, it's absolutely okay. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. No, I'm not going to do the Jungle Cruise because, like I said, that might be a whole show, and that's something I might do in the future. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it was kind of fun just to sort of do that. Uh, okay, since I'm not going to do the Jungle Cruise, um, I'm going to try one more, one more randomizer because the Jungle Cruise will take a whole episode. Yeah. Um, 
first one came in and credit coaster again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Splash uh, Mountain, Splash Mountain. A sp- you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> the randomizer is spoken. <laughs> okay. So Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain came up again with a jam. <laughs> Uh, I'm laughing because you guys all know where we're going to go with this. This is yeah. great. This is actually great. This is going to be another hour and a half right here. No, it's not. <laughs> we're going to just do this real quick. Oh, man, you randomizer. Dang. Oh, man. The randomizer for the win on this one, my friend. <laughs> mm. Oh man, that made me laugh way too much. <laughs> okay, so no, yeah, yeah we're we're gonna go with this because it's yeah. not gonna be totally long. But it, let's go. Yeah, let's go. So this guy, this particular attraction. Uh-huh. So it, it started here in 1989 um, at Disneyland. July 17th, 1989 is when it opened. Oddly enough, it also exists in Tokyo and uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, 19, 19, sorry, 1992 for both. Of those dates, they opened the same day. Actually, October first and October second in 1992 for Tokyo and Magic Kingdom. So, the story about this, um, the plot behind Splash Mountain, is a composite of several Uncle Remus stories taken from the animated segments of the film A Song of the South. Uh, two versions of the attraction feature similar stories about the mischievous. Uh, a, oh, sorry, two stories with small differences, and tell the story of Br'er Rabbit, who's a mischievous character who leaves his home and search for an adventure. Br'er Fox and, and Br'er Bear, the antagonists of the story, are determined to catch him, but repeatedly tricked by Br'er Rabbit into letting him free. So that's the whole story about all this. Um, there's a lot we can talk about why why this is even here at Disneyland. Um, if you like... I was going to say, if you like these flume-type rides, and I do, I don't, I bald out, I'm not really getting wet all that much, but I, I do love the concept of them. Knott's Berry Farm has a really good one that, pre, like, predates this one, and if you go on that one, you understand the mechanics behind Splash Mountain because they're, they're very identical. Um, so this started in 1989, and I, I think I went on it in 92, and it was a major, major line for that. It still is, actually. Um... So, but real quick, again, the history, I'm going back. Uh, Star Space Mountain was originally conceived in the summer of 1983 by imaginer Tony Baxter. While stuck in rush hour traffic on his way to work, he wanted to attract guests to the often empty bear country into Disneyland, um, with the only attraction at that time as being the Country Bear Jamboree, which later closed in 2021. Plus, there was a souvenir shop, and uh, mm-hmm. I think the Mile Long Bar was there, um, which is where you could get drinks i mean not but like root beer and things like that um it was dick nunes the then the then president of walt disney attractions who insisted that the imaginers create a long a log flume for disneyland but the imaginers were initially unenthusiastic about it feeling that log flumes were too ordinary uh, or uh, ordinary a theme park attraction to include in, in the disney park while trying to solve the problems including of including a log flume bringing people into bear crunchy and reusing the america sings figures Baxter thought of the Song of the South. Baxter and his team developed the concept of a zippity doo river run, mm-hmm. which would incorporate scenes from Song of the South. The name was later changed to Splash Mountain after then-CEO Michael Eisner's suggestion that the attraction be used to help market Walt Disney Studios' 1984 film Splash. 
the character figures from America Sings were reused in many scenes through all of Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, and Br'er figures were specifically created for Splash Mountain. So those three were created, but there was a lot of repurposed from America Sings. Uh, plans to include the ride were unveiled in January of 1987. So 87 opened two years later. That's a pretty good turnaround time. Mm-hmm. At the time of its un- unveiling, Disney officials stated they would not do, not be expecting criticism for a song of the South theming due to the ride only including the film's animated characters. Construction began at Disneyland in April of that year, of 87, and by that time, Splash Mountain, whose budget had greatly risen to $75 million, had become one of the most expensive projects created by Walt Disney Imagineering. The entire, par- the entire park cost around $17 million in 1955. Uh, which translates to about $80 million in 87. Um, according to Alice Davis, who recently passed away, uh, when America Sings closed in April of 1988, production of Splash Mountain had gone far over budget. The only way to recover was to close down America Sings and use the character figures from that attraction. That's interesting. Hmm. In, the anti- in the anticipation of the opening of Splash Mountain, Bear Country was renamed to Critter Country in 1988. So, folks, they have renamed this area before, yep. and I suspect they might do it again. We'll, we'll be in the future. We'll be in the future. Uh, Splash Mountain was originally planned to open in January of 1989, but this was delayed to mid-February due to technical issues. Uh, the ride was delayed again to mid-July due to boat problems. Test riders made up of company executives were getting soaked rather, rather than lightly sprayed. <laughs> Would you want to be a, a test rider on that? Yeah. Yeah. I would too. Mm-hmm. As long as you weren't, I got no get, problem. I got as no long problem. you weren't getting, you know, banged up or whatever. Oh, I wouldn't even care about that one either. Okay, so eventually Disneyland opened. Uh, Disneyland's opened on December, or sorry, January seventeenth, which is the park anniversary to mm-hmm. nineteen eighty nine. To celebrate the opening, a television special was made called Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. Actor and comedian Jim Varney returned to play the role of Ernest in the special. You, you remember him? Uh huh. I do. And then in nineteen ninety. Um, they installed the uh, camera. So a little bit, uh, like a year later, they installed the, the camera, which is synonymous with Flash, Flash Mountain. Yeah, well, everything now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Flash Mountain for a while. Yeah, so that's where it was up until recently. So I did that part. Udi, what's happening now? Current status, Flash Mountain. Well, current status is that it is going to be shut down May, what? Oh, is it shut down right now? May 30th? May, May, thir- May 30th, right. Yeah. So that is the current where we stand. Um, Memorial Day weekend. M- yeah. Why not keep it up like one I more don't day? Know, man. I don't know. My friend from work, Justin, is going with his family that weekend, and I said, "Dude, you know you're gonna be there on the 30th." Yeah, write it. Well, he's gonna try to ride it. He's gonna. I think that may be the last day of his five-day trip there, but he's gonna take. He's gonna ride it way before that. But I just said, "Dude, uh, you men men not be able to ride it on the 30th." But I go. Just go down there and check it out and to see what it is. I mean, I bet you there's going to be a lot, a lot of people there. Yeah, there probably will be, and rightly so, because, I mean, where we are is they're, they're shutting it down. They're going to rethink. We, Why? We, 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 what? We, we've talked this, about this This is the first I've heard of this. I know. Okay. So, for everybody who doesn't know, mm-hmm. they are closing that to rethink it to Tiana's Bayou, Bayou Adventure. There yeah. we go. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. It's a, well, a big name. Anyway, um... So they're going to retheme it to that. Um, now the speculation as to why is all over the place. But anyway, they're they're sadly that attraction has uh, Splash Mountain has lost a little bit of interest. I mean, there's no way around that. Um, it is always a fun fun attraction to ride, but it has. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the wait times and the lines have gone down. I mean, part of it is, I think. Um, 
I think a lot more people people get a lot more wet than they're expecting. Yeah. Um, you know, it isn't like the river run where you know when if you're walking by river run mm-hmm. and you're paying attention, you recognize you are going to get soaked. You better recognize. Yeah, you better. <laughs> so. Uh, so those the other things like a lot of people like we always joke about is like you're really gonna get wet like you have mm-hmm. I, I've never gotten off of that one without being at least like partly so not from right. top to bottom right. but at least uh, last time we wrote it with Patrick that was the last time I wrote it um, I I think I got like my basically like my shorts on the back down and my legs were covered like got soaked yep, my upper body wasn't that bad but yeah. um, that's because I duck behind Patrick. Thank you, buddy. Do you um, want to quickly just quick synopsis of, of why we took Patrick on that one? Patrick had never been on it. Uh, he was afraid of it, uh, the, the drop. And uh, now, mind you, this guy's an uh, ex-Marine. Ex-Marine. And, and I'm like, wait, what? He's you done never... some real-life stuff that yeah. we could never imagine. Yeah, and, yeah. and then he's like, no, I'm not going to ride it. And we're like, are you kidding me? So he finally... Decided that he would ride it with us if Jess could ride it, and we had pictures of it. I'm sure I know I've got it on my Instagram. He's wearing Jess's shirt. Yep, yep, and um, and we all rode it together, and yeah. and and so that was great. That's honestly one of the one of the moments that sticks out in my mind of um, that attraction. The last, you know, honestly, I'm fine with never riding it again, uh, and I'm good with that being my last ride. Oh yeah, on that attraction, I'm more than good with that. Okay. And I'm actually now that I'm reminiscing on it, I'm actually pretty happy. That that was my final ride on it, because it was very significant for so many reasons. Um, main thing is like, you know, and we put Patrick in front, and I, like I said, I was like, "You're gonna be fine," as I ducked behind him as yeah. he's getting drenched. <laughs> um, but it was fun, and um, but anyway, um, but so that that that's the thing is with with it, it it's been going down. It, it's clear, um, and I think a lot of people made a big thing out of the, the, the ties, and I'm air-quoting ties, the Song of the South, mm-hmm. more and more lately. And, and I, honestly, uh, I've gone over a nauseam that I think it's ridiculous. We've talked about it here. I, you know, made my point and said my opinion that it isn't... The reasons why I think they're changing it to an extent, not completely, but it plays a role, I think are ridiculous and unfounded. I, I don't agree. Yeah. Um, but that's where we are. Mm-hmm. They're going to change it. They're closing it within a month, and um, and uh, it will be gone. Yep. In the in its current iteration. Yep. That, so that is where we are. Yep. Um, and we will not see the return of this until two thousand uh, late two thousand twenty four or two thousand twenty five. I think it was twenty five. No, twenty four. Oh yeah. So about a so year. We're talking about a year. Yeah. yeah and we're like a, okay. A year. Um, and yeah, you're right. It did decline some popularity, but mm-hmm. I think that wasn't anything to do with theming. I, I think it had to do with the overall state of what it I mean. The animatronics were dark. Scenes were dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, I was going to go into that, too. Okay. Uh, the, the overall, the upkeep of of the attraction had clearly, I mean, when, even when we wrote that last time, we, right. we saw many things I'm like, oh, man, that's not good. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Like, why? Why? Like, a lot of the things are just down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll say if I had like my choice of if I was working there and they go, oh, Mark, you can work on one of these attractions. I would I might pick Splash Mountain to work on just because you're always around. I mean, you're around water. 
um, around people that are excited and then just coming back, just watching their faces, uh-huh. just all drenched and just laughing. Usually laughing. Laughing. Mm-hmm. And I'd be laughing too, just having people out of, out of, out of lungs. I think I would get a kick out of that. Yep. Um, except when it's cold outside. But then no one, well, actually, yeah, there, are, there are fools that ride that thing when it's mm-hmm. cold. <laughs> um, so the feature is pretty much charted for that attraction. So the next five or 10 years, yep, it's going to be Tiana's ba- Bayou Adventure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that way in 2033. That's 10 years from now. Yep. I don't see that changing. No. Um, but I do see Critter Country changing. The yeah. And that's going to be interesting because what are they going to do with Hungry Bear? What are they going to do with, with Winnie the Pooh and Pooh's Corner? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about it before and, and, um, and it, because the randomizer decided to bring it up, we got to bring it up again. The randomizer. The random man, randomizer. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they have to. It no longer Critter Country will no longer fit with what we got. Period. No. It it, there, it does nothing anymore. Um, what they're gonna do, I don't know. No. I really, honestly, don't know. Uh, who brought up? Somebody brought up like extending it out and making it like indoor thing and make Galaxy's Edge and, and bringing that like to the edge in this way. And I thought that was a good idea. Um, but I don't think they would do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because they're not, uh, they're not going to, they're just not going to do that. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. It definitely makes that area a little bit more difficult to manage and deal with for a theming purpose. It does for sure. And I don't know, maybe they, maybe they scrap that area. Maybe they retheme everything, use it for, I don't know. I don't know. There are so many different things that, it could possibly be because I don't know how much space is back there either on the end of Curry Country. It backs up to what road? Um, uh, what what road that is? Well, Disneyland Drive. Yeah. Okay, that's where that's. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because yeah, Winnie the Pooh, all that kind of like all that is. I don't know. You know, maybe they they'll, maybe they'll they'll. Um, rename that back area to was it the Million Acre? What is it? Mini- the the Hundred Acre Woods. Hundred Acre Woods. I mean, we're looking at it right now. Th- this is Splash Mountain. I'm looking at a satellite map of Disneyland. This is Pooh's Corner. Yeah. This is um, that's got to be the show building for um, Winnie the Pooh. But look, I mean, there's uh huh, there's some land here. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about extending out this to make it some sort of Star Wars themed forest area. Yep. I mean, would you sacrifice? I'm gonna go off the rails. So, would you sacrifice Winnie the Pooh? Yep. For some sort of Ewok yep. dark ride. Yep. Bye bye. I would too. And and and, and only. Be, I mean, okay. See, here is where you come into the difficult conversation. I would do. Pooh's a classic, though. So where where do we put Pooh? Well, yeah. I mean, Pooh needs to be in the in the in somewhere the, in, the, in, the, in park. the park. Mm-hmm. But where would you put him? Where would you put him? Uh, he Fan- might ha- Fantasyland. Exactly. That that's what I'm thinking. Fantasyland. Yep. And you put you put fantasy you put him in Fantasyland, or you put him over here, across from uh, it's a small world. Uh huh. In that lagoon there. Yep. You could put something over there. Uh, but that might be where Avatar. Uh, no, goes. don't even get me going on Avatar. So it doesn't have, need to be in the park. So we've got that, or I mean, if you're talking about maybe getting rid of this Fantasyland theater, which I'd be all in favor of. Uh huh. You could do. Well, they wouldn't move Winnie the Pooh over there. No, but uh, he needs to be in the park somewhere. That that is the the current dilemma. And and I'll be real with you. There is going to be no. To me, there is no good answer. No, 
with them with them, you know, doing this to Splash and retheming it to Tiana, yeah, they really created another problem for themselves. They and d- I don't know what they're gonna do. They don't, but keep in mind that um so I know this is not great podcasting, but you can do this go go on Google Maps and you could just go to Pooh's corner, zoom out a little bit, the satellite. Across the street, that parking lot is this is part of Disneyland Forward. Uh-huh. So eventually they want to put a a, a gate or a tunnel or something from right, here there. to there. And that could be a pass through. That could be something going on there. Yeah. If they're gonna do Disney Forward and put that in that area, then it's gonna be a whole other thing. And maybe I mean maybe, you know uh, all this. Yeah, maybe going into that would not be a bad thoroughfare, and then they could do something with that connecting to the other side of uh, into Disneyland Ford. I don't know. Yeah, and, and maybe that's where, you know, if they decide to extend Galaxy's Edge and they take Pooh out, they could put him back over here uh-huh. in Disneyland Ford. There's some new theme. Uh-huh. <sighs> There's a lot. Yeah. A lot to unpack, yeah. as, as we like to say. Oh, I love that expression. Okay. Well, anyways, that's going to wrap up this one. It was kind of fun to do this. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we're going to do this again. Um, I think it's fun to, to always, I mean, we, we talk about it a lot. We, we talk about going back into history, yeah, knowing where we came from. Obviously, we're going to look at what, what, where we are, current state, and where we want to go. Yes, absolutely. With everything and in every attraction. I mean, um, without looking back into history, I don't think you can get a full appreciation of where we are. Right. And then you don't really have, a, how do you form a clear vision for where you want to go? Sure. And that applies to almost everything in life. Um, so definitely going into the park is like, okay, what did Walt start with? What do we get? What do we open up with? And where are we at, you know, currently? And where do we need to go? And um, yeah, so we're going to do, we're going to do this again. Um, and, sure. and then I tell you what, you guys, if you want us to do a deep dive, uh, into an, uh, a specific attraction. You already brought up Jungle Cruise, which I think will be the next one we do because that one is one where we can go in there and play around for a while. Jeez, I know. But we can do that with a lot of them. We can do that with Indy. We can do that with Space. We can do that with... Um, where else can we go? We can do that with Peter Pan. We can go do... We can, we can do that with... We can do so with... So many with of them. even Rise of the Resistance. We could do it with Rise. We could do it with uh, Thunder Mountain. We could do it with... Um, Pretty much the entirety of the park, almost any attraction, we could look into it and go like, okay, this is where we are. You know, this is where we started and where we yeah. wanted to go. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, I think Fantasyland is a target-rich environment. Or no, no I'm sorry, Tomorrowland. Fantasyland, too, but Tomorrowland oh. is a target-rich environment. For sure. Um, because of where we are. Yes. More with that. And so, again, um, I don't know. This was fun. And like I said, if you guys want us to cover one in particular, like, hey, what do you guys think about this one or that one? And it could be DCA, it could be any of them, really. Yeah, absolutely, it can um, be, yeah. And, and, yeah, because DCA has had its own level of uh, evolution and, and uh, you know, and evolving and adapting and, and changing to to where it is now. So mm-hmm. definitely it would be, uh, it'd be fun. I think um, I think this is going to be a fun little series of, of uh, to, to go with for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, so that's going to wrap up episode number 173. Again, listeners, um, just, to, just, to, just to remind you, uh, go check out uh, the, the Clay Flamingo. Check out her clay earrings. Really, really cool art, art, artwork, Disney-inspired, and she has some other things, too. On Instagram. On Instagram. Also, go check out Castle Life Creations. That's Castle underscore Life underscore Creations. 
go check out Carrie's work. Um, and her next drop is going to be May 14th. And go ahead and use our code LTPFANS uh, with an S at the end for 15% off of your order. That would help her out. And uh, uh, there's some really, really cool gifts. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can feel free to do that on Instagram. You can DM us at Leaving Today Podcast or on, on Facebook, same same name. Also, if you want to send us an email, info at Leaving Today Podcast. Udi, where can you be found? Oh, you can find me on my other show, The Mando Show, a Star Wars show we just wrapped up. Season three of The Mandalorian. It came and went. Mm-hmm. And wow, that was really quick. Anyway, so you can we cover anything, uh, basically Star Wars over there. So like I said, we just covered Mandalorian. Next on tap would be Bad Batch. And then we also have Star Wars Visions coming up, which is going to be fun. Um, then you can also find me on my socials, which are uh, Twitter and Instagram. They they are both H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. And DM me there. I respond to all my DMs. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, afternoon, evening to spend some, some, some time with us. Um, we love you. Adventures out there. And we'll see you in the parks. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland is now ended its normal operating day. We hope you enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that the memories you've made will bring you back again soon. No, yeah. this is not a swippy swap. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. God, you're so slow. Baby, that looks better than mine. Nope. Let me see nope. it. Nope. Let me see it. You know, if I take it off, it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not gonna, you don't have to take it off. Oh, my God. But you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> it's so close, I can feel it. But then when you pet her, she bites you. Well, that I have no control over. Why you got to ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said. (laughs) Kitty, kitty, kitty. (laughs) Ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red. Can we do that again?